We're now ready for the Shir of Chavdalat Sivan. And I want to do something that I'm probably not allowed to do, which is infer, read between the lines, if you will. Let's first start to read. From what we discussed yesterday, Chavgimel Sivan. Yeshlahavin, we are now in a position to understand Shigigas, a mistake. Miktas Chachamim, a handful of Chacham Beinim in their own highs, Adeshem Yechapav Adam, who made the kind of mistake that's not just a learning mistake, an academic mistake, but a mistake that requires Kapara. What was their mistake? Sheshagu, that they erred, Veto, when they made a mistake, Be'iyunam, when they analyzed, Be'kisvei Ha'adizal, the writings of Ha'adizal, Ve'hevinu, Inyin Hamus Ha'atzimtzum, Hamus Kesham, they understood the concept of Tzimtzum, described in the Kisvei Ha'adizal, Kipshute as being literal and actual. What's the Vihine Mikam? Vihine Mikam goes on yesterday's Shir. In yesterday's Shir, we introduced the Pasak Aniyavayalayshanisi. Aniyavayalayshanisi is higher than Havayahu Ha'alikim, it's higher than the other Achtas that we had before. Because Aniyavayalayshanisi is not talking about the world, it's talking about Hashem. And what it's saying is that before Hashem created anything, there was only Hashem. Aniyavayalayshanisi says, even though Hashem created things, there is still only Hashem. And any sense of anything to the contrary is untrue. But if you remember in yesterday's Shir, the Aniyah Vayaloshanisi was explained on two levels. Be'atzmusei and Be'daite. In Hashem himself, we say Aniyah Vayaloshanisi. Moreover, in the Midas and the Sviras of Atzilis, we also said Aniyah Vayaloshanisi. And these are two very different things. When you say that from that before Hashem created anything, there was only Hashem, and now everything that exists is still Him, that's one thing. But when you say that the Abish created Midas and Sviris, and not only is there Achtus in the Sviris, because of the Avayel Hu like Him, but because of the principle of Hu Ayadeya and Hu Ayadu and Hu Amada, not only is the world completely bottled to the Sviris, but they have no existence outside of the Sviris. They are the knowledge, the knower, and the known. So there's two aspects to Niyah violation easy, how it is in the Ebishter and how it is in the Sviris. And perhaps when the Alter Rebbe says, he's referring to both of these ideas. He's referring to the idea that Niyah violation easy, Ba'atzmuse, explains the mistake of Tzimtzum Kipshuti in one aspect. And Niyah violation easy, Bidaitai, explains the mistake of Tzimtzum Kipshute as it applies to the Sphiris. Uh We'll get back to this later on, but let's now learn today's Shir. And I'll begin again from the beginning. Now that we understand the Niyashem Leishanisi on the level of Atzmusi and the level of Daite, that means to say that the world is one with Hashem and one with the Ein Saf in such a way that all there is is Hashem. All there is Ein Saf. And there isn't only a world that's bottled. There is simply no world. We can understand Shigigas, the error of of some wise men in their own eyes. Hashem should forgive them for this mistake. That they made the mistake. When they analyzed the writings of that, he's understood the concept of Tzimtzum described in that Izal's writings. Literally. So let me give you a very short overview of what uh, Tzimtzum means. I saw in a Maimah recently where the Rebbe Marash writes in the Vakacha 
that although officially we attribute Tzimtzum to the Arizal, and so many of the Chassidah say, Hapardis layadam inyan Tzimtzum, that the Ramach didn't know about Tzimtzum Edition, but in that Maimed, the Rebbe Marash says that in the language of the Pardis you also have a concept of Tzimtzum Edition, and more importantly, in the Zohar you have a language of Tzimtzum Edition. But on a simple level, on a direct level, the source of the concept of Tzimtzum Edition is the writings of the Arizal. What's the key chap in the concept of Tzimtzum? And it's the key chap that everybody misses, so we're going to start with that. The key chap is the word mokem, space, and in a lesser degree time. We must understand that in Hashem there's no time and no space. In, in Saf there is no time and in space. In the world there is time and space. So when you talk about a world, in order for it to be a world there has to first be time and space where this world could manifest itself. If there is no time, there is no space, there cannot be any manifesting of a world. So in Kabbalah we're taught as follows. Hashem wants a world. He thinks about a world. He desires a world. The moment Hashem thinks about a world and desires a world, the world comes into being. Because by Hashem we say, no potential is missing its own actualization. And the moment Hashem focuses on a world, that world exists. But very importantly, about the world that exists, Hashem thinks about it as several things. Number one, when Hashem thinks about a world, He thinks about the space that the world is going to occupy. He invents, He stretches out the space, plus He creates all of the detail, the creation that's going to fill that space. Number two, when Hashem wills the world and thinks about the world, this world is saturated with Him. Just like when a person thinks, the thoughts are one with the person's brain. When Hashem thinks about creating a world, the world is a part of his thought. The world is a part of his Ein Sof. And on a higher level, the world is a part of him. Or to use the language I used in my introduction, the world is part of Daite, and on a higher level, the world is part of Atzmusay. So Hashem thinks a world into being, along with its own time and its own space. And then he makes Tzimtzum. Tzimtzum means he removes himself, and he removes his light. Or to use the language of yesterday, he removes Atzmusay, and he moves Daite. By removing himself, the space is left empty. And when the space is left empty, there is now where the world can come into being. In other words, there's two points. Number one, you have to create the space for the world. And number two, the space has to belong to the world. The only way the space will belong to the world, if Hashem evacuates, if Hashem empties, if Hashem leaves. Tzimtzum means that this space is evacuated, is emptied from Eirin Sof, what we call Daite, and from the Ebishter himself, which we're calling Atzmoseh, and a space is created. In that space, there's room for a creation. So people analyzed the writings of Darizal. And they understood, as they say in English, that a spade is a spade. If Darizal says that Hashem created space, and he evacuated it, that means that in that space, Hashem is not. So they made this mistake to say that the idea that Hashem removed himself from the space which he created is literal. In other words, removed himself. And of course, we would add, again, based on yesterday's, from the space of the creation. What about Achtas Hashem? If Hashem is no longer in the in the space of creation, that would mean that the world is, so to speak, out of his control. And of course, the people who went in the sheet of Tzimtzum Kipshutei certainly believe in Achtas Hashem. The answer is, Hashem oversees what's governing, what's happening in the world. The Hashgacha, with the precise Hashgacha from the outside, 
of all the creations that exist within that space. From the highest worlds to the lowest worlds. In other words, Hashem governs the world and knows the world from outside the Makam Achalo, but that He's Mesalek, He removed that Smusevedaite from that space. Now, why would you say that it's Kipshute? You would say that it's Kipshute because, like I said to you before, if somebody tells you good morning, it doesn't mean good night. If somebody says, I'm leaving the room, it doesn't mean he's still there. So when that Ezel says Hashem removed himself from the space, that means he's no longer there. But they were wrong, said the Alter Rebbe. The other Shita held that Simsum is Shaloykipshute. Simsum is Shaloykipshute means that the whole notion that Hashem created space and then evacuated that space and in that emptiness created a world is not literal. Not literal means that although we, the creations, in relationship with the space we occupy, or that gives us possibility to exist, don't perceive perceive as if Hashem God Almighty has removed Himself. In reality, Hashem never left. Neither Atzmuse left, nor Daite left. Neither of these two levels departed. And then the Talter Rebbe begins, Mikan. Mikan means now that we explain Ani Hashem Loishanisi. Ani Hashem Loishanisi simply flips it over. Instead of looking at the creation from creation's perspective and trying to extrapolate back the nature of his dependency upon his Baruch think about Hashem. Hashem is everything. And if Hashem is everything and Hashem doesn't change, He's still everything. What about the fact that before there wasn't the world? Before there wasn't space and there wasn't the world and now there is space. Now there is world. And he says that none of this really occurred. Or in the classic expression, the notion that Hashem emptied the space is not literal. So one sheet of holes, simsum kipshute, which means that in the Makam Achalu, Hashem isn't. And the other sheet holds, Simsam Shalei that in the Makam Achalu, Hashem continues to be, except that we don't perceive. Now, the Rebbe has this famous letter, which he wrote to Yerachmiel ben Yamanson, who was living in London, on behalf of Rebbe Leo Desler. Rebbe Leo Desler was a great Balmuster, as we all know. And he learned Hasidus. He was very impressed by the Bich of the Masmid, and he learned Hasidus. And uh, he uh, was struggling to understand that and he corresponded with the Bichir the Masmid. He wasn't satisfied with the explanations. So the previous Rebbe had the Rebbe write a short letter which is incredibly potent, unbelievably concise and powerful. The deficiency in the letter as printed is that there's no sources. It just brings the Shittas. And coincidentally, in the Rebbe's Rishimis, on Tanya, which of course printed after Gimel Thomas, there the Rebbe brings Pasha, all the sources for the Shittas. And what the Rebbe develops in that letter is that there's not two Shittas about Simpson, there's actually four. Um, and I'll list them from the bottom to the top. The lowest level is Simpson Kipshute in Oir and Simpson Kipshute in Moir. The second Shitta is Simpson Kipshute in Oir and Simpson Shalai Kipshute in Moir. The third sheet is Simsum Shalaykib Shute in Oir and Simsum Shalaykib Shute in Moir. And the fourth sheet is Simsum Shalaykib Shute in Oir. And in Moir, we say Hamoir, who bears Galas, there's no Simsum whatsoever. And the Rebbe writes that the Misnagdim in the times of the Alter Rebbe, including the Vilna God himself, held in the first sheet, Simsum Kibshute in Eden and Moir. And the Alter Rebbe, of course, was the fourth uh, sheet. So you have this argument. That Izal describes Hashem creating space and evacu- evacuating it. Some people understood the Tzimtzum Kipshutet, that Hashem is no longer in the space. And we, because we hold the Niavaya Loishanisi, cannot say He evacuated the space. We can only say that He evacuated the space to our perception, but to Him, 
his evacuation never occurred, not Bedaite and not Batsmus. Now before we even go on, I want to tell you something important which the Rebbe talks about in his Sikhs. And that is that in a number of Sikhs, the Rebbe actually defends the sheet of Tzimtzum Kipshute and claims that it's actually uh, more logical. And I'm assuming the reason the Rebbe holds this more logical because like I said to you before, when somebody says I left the room, he can't possibly still be in the room. If the reason says he removed his light, he removed his light. Um, but it's it's incorrect. But there's another factor. Another factor is very important. And that is that the people who held Neshit at Simsim Kipshuta gave a reason why. And the reason is, quote, Hashem cannot be in a place that's garbage, in a dump, in a heap of garbage. And the Rebbe holds that this is the primary chesodim with this sheet. Because you cannot say about the Ebrish that he cannot. The idea that Hashem can't be in a garbage can, in a Mokam Tomei, is something that you're not allowed to say. So although here the Alter Rebbe brings the two shittas about Tzimtzum Kipshute and Tzimtzum Kipshute, and of course he refutes the Shita Tzimtzum Kipshute based on the principle of annihilation, you see, we discussed yesterday and the ideas we're going to be learning about today. But the Rebbe holds that the real argument, the real issue, is this nimuk, this explanation, that E.F. Shali is Mokam Ha'ash, but we hold you can't say about Abish that he cannot. Let's continue to read. Vihine. Why is it wrong to go in the sheet of Tzimtzum Kipshuti? What's wrong with saying Hashem created a space and then He evacuated the space from Atzmusi and from Daite? He says, Lovad, first of all, it's impossible to say the concept of literal removal. Which is only possible when you talk about a body, which means a being that has a relationship with time and space, when you're talking about Hashem Himself, Hanivdal, who was removed, mayhem from the concept of a body, in other words, in the concept of time and space, myriads of myriads of separations, and therefore it's impossible to say Tzimtzum Kipshutim. Tzimtzum means Hashem removed Himself from space. In order to speak about Hashem removing Himself from space, you have to make Hashem spatial. You have to say that it existence has a relationship with space. But to a being, for whom no space exists. And for a being who even when he creates space is not defined by that space, there's no such thing as here and there because there simply isn't a here and a there. So how could you say about Hashem? And again, I'm going to underscore again. Atzmusay and Daite. How can you say about the Ebishter or even about his Das that he removed himself from Mokim when you're talking about the Ebishter and his light that don't have a gather of Mokim. You can't be removed from space if you're not a spatial existence. In other words, when you have a body and you exist in space, you can be here or there. But if you have no body and you don't exist in space, you can't be here or there. You're either nowhere or everywhere. This is the first argument against the sheet of Tzimtzum Kipshut. Then he says, Afghan says, a second argument. There's another reason they're wrong. And what's the other reason? And the other reason is the idea of Yedir, which we talked about yesterday. The Rambam was a philosopher. And the Rambam had to deal with Aristotle's famous problem. The problem is, does Hashem know what's happening in the changing worlds? If Hashem knows what's happening in the changing worlds, as the world changes and His knowledge changes, Hashem is changing. And one of the principal rules of philosophy about Hashem is that He's not subject to change. Which is why the Apokrotza believes Hashem can only be involved in unchanging realities, namely the heavens and not involved in changing realities, namely the earth. 
But the Rambam addresses this question. The Rambam says he's absolutely involved in the earth and he knows what's happening on earth. What about the problem of change? And the answer is, Of course, the Misnagdim, the people who go in the Shittim are religious Jews. And they believe without a doubt. That Hashem knows what's happening in the lowest world. All the creations in this lowest world. And oversees them. And again, the Apokursim made God perfect. And in making God perfect, they rendered Him powerless. If Hashem is perfect and He cannot change, He cannot be involved in a changing world because you're involved in a changing world just as the world changes. You are changed inversely. Therefore they held Hashem is only in the heavens which never change. And He cannot be on earth which is dynamic. So the Rambam says, no, Hashem knows what's happening in the lowest world. And nevertheless, it doesn't affect the change in Him. How could it be that Hashem knows what's happening in the lower world and it doesn't affect the change in Him? The only answer is And I read on and of course they also therefore held. And Hashem's knowing what's happening in this world cannot possibly add anything more and anything new to Akadish Baruch. Now how could Hashem know what's happening in a dynamic world without being himself dynamic? And the answer is he knows everything by knowing himself. And I believe it's in Made in Abucham Chelikal Perik Samaches, where the has one more detail. Hashem knows the future. Or to Hashem there is no time. And therefore, even though in time things unfold apace to the Abisha is above times, anything which is ever going to happen is already known. So there's two factors. Number one, Hashem knows the world by knowing Himself because of Aniyavaya Leishanithi, which we discussed yesterday, because the world is one with Him. And if Hashem knows what's happening in the world because the world is one with Him, you can't possibly say Simtim Kibshute because Simtim Kibshute says exactly the opposite of that. Simtim Kibshute says Hashem evacuated the space and He's involved only indirectly. And then, of course, there's the second point since He's higher than time, the changes in the world don't change him because whatever change is going to happen is already known to him. Hare, thus, if you hold, if you're a religious Jew, and you hold that Hashem knows what's happening in the lowest world, and you also hold that Hashem cannot change, there's only one way to explain how Hashem could know what's happening in the lowest world and not changing, and that is, Hashem, and his knowledge, and you have to add, of course, and the world that he knows, HaKelechad, have to be one. Because if the world is separate from him, and he is knowing the world outside of himself, that's already a change. And therefore, the Alter Rebbe says, this is a second reason you cannot say Tzimtzum Kipshut. So let's repeat. Alter Rebbe is objecting to the Shita that holds that Tzimtzum is literal. And remember again, Tzimtzum is only an issue once you have Mokim. When you have space, you can speak about Hashem filling the space and removing Himself from the space. The sheet of Tzimtzum Kipshutai held that Hashem created the space and evacuated and left over the world. But then you have the problem of Ani Avayalei Then you have the problem of how does Hashem know what's happening in a changing world without changing Himself. And the answer, of course, is Ani Hashem Leishanisi means that Atzmusei and Daite haven't changed at all. Hashem knows by knowing Himself because the world was one with Him, is one with Him, and will always be one with Him. And this is only possible if, Hash- if you say Tzimtzum Shalei Kipshutai. Now, these two arguments will be followed in Mitzvah Hashem tomorrow by a third argument, a third reason that the sheet of Raya, if you will, that the sheet of Tzimtzum Shalei is incorrect. What I want to add is this. You may know that this argument about Tzimtzum Kipshutai, Tzimtzum Shalei Kipshutai, 
became one of the key theological differences between Hasidim and Misnagdim. All of us know the Hasidim and Misnagdim argued both politically, that means on a ridiculous level, and, and in principle, on a shita level, ideological level. One of the key ideological differences between Hasidim and Misnagdim was the question of Tzimtzum. Is Hashem here or is Hashem not here? The Misnagid says to the Chassid, if you say Hashem is in a Makkah Ma'ashba, that's terrible. How can you say Hashem is in a bad place? You're an Apikadis. The Chassid says to the Misnagid, if you say Hashem is not in a bad place, you're an Apikadis, it's the opposite of Achtas Hashem. So the Machlaikis was very, very volatile. But you should know that there wasn't only a Machlaikis Chassidim and Misnagdim. Way before the Baal Shem Tov was born and the Vilna Gaon was born, the Altarebbe was born, the Machlekes, the different sheets of Atimtim already existed. It evolved into the Machlekes, Chassidim, and Misnagdim, but it didn't begin there. It began, I think, one or two generations after that Ezel Sistalkos, which is a couple hundred years, or hundred years before, much earlier. So although we attribute the Machlekes, between Timtsum, Kipshut and Shalei Kipshut, to the Vilna Gaon, and the Altarebbe, in fact, it predates them. But in Chassidim and Misnagdim, it became a huge issue. And again, the basis for this symptom, Shalei is the Pasuk Ani Hashem Now before I finish today's share, I want to add one more thing. And that is that you notice that we have a rare paragraph in the middle of a Pedic on the bottom of Pegimu. And the reason for this is that when Altar printed the Tanya, he stopped by the bracket. He didn't finish the Pedic. He didn't discuss symptom Shalei Kipshutei. And it wasn't until 103 years after the original Tanya was printed, in the year Tafresh, 1900, when the Rebbe Rashab edited and revised and updated the Tanya, that he added the end of Pedic Zion. The reason the Alter Rebbe didn't put it in because he didn't want to exacerbate the Machlekes in Chasidim and Misnagdim. And the reason the Rebbe Rashab put it back in is because he felt that that Machlekes had already passed. And it was, so to speak, benign. It was immaterial that he should be able to um, print it. Another thing I want to add to this is that, I, as I explained to you earlier, the Machlaikis about Simpson has two parts, Moed and Oed. The difference between Machlaikis about Moed and the Machlaikis about Oed is that we hold Oed as Simpson Shalaikib Shutei, and Moed we hold Adrabah Moed Hubezgals. I'm just saying this as a Bader Hefshel, as a tease, that when the Alter Rebbe brings these two ideas, Batsmusay and Vedaite, perhaps these two ideas of Simpson Shalaikib Shutei in Atsmusay and Vedaite are the same two ideas as Moed and Eir. The daite would be like the idea of Eirin Tzav. Well, we hold that there's a Tzimtzum, but the Tzimtzum is like Kipshutei. In other words, the Nehavai Elisha Nisi means that even though we don't see the Eirin Tzav, the Eirin Tzav is still here. And Atzmusei would be like Moed, that not only is there no change in Hashem's presence in the Makkah Machol as it relates to Him, there's no change as it relates to the Makkah Machol in Atzmus as it relates to us as well. Like the Alter Rebbe explains, the reason everybody knows God so naturally is because they have a natural sense of Him, because Hamoyr who is Gaos, Hashem Himself is revealed. So this is just a derech agav deke, derech thought, and I'm going to leave it at that.